Definitely. Absolutely. Like nine times out of ten, I'm like, oh man, this is gonna suck. I've told like I've done the same thing. Mm-hmm. Tell a manager, a club owner, like, I don't know, I might have to bail early. Yeah, yeah. Like, Okay, just give me a signal or something. Yeah. And then I usually end up doing longer or something. You know, something crazy. Right. It, it makes you feel better being up there. Yeah. Right. The worst is like uh, though, like if you get sick before the show. Like I had a show in Indy, and my flight was gonna leave at like six a.m. But the flu kicked in at like midnight oh. the night before. Yeah. And it's, it's that flu where like I'm throwing up and, yeah. and, and, and taking a dump. You know, like <laughs> I have diarrhea and oh, the it's just coming kind. out. You're talking the about the best kind. Yeah. <laughs> and so like I had to call him at like midnight. Like I'm not going to make it. Like I can't get on a plane yeah, yeah. like this, you know. And I just felt so bad because I've never done that in my life. Right. But it was like one of those situations where you got, what are you going to do? Yeah, yeah. I don't mean to one up you. But last summer, not this past summer, the summer before my birthday, I got kidney stones. And uh, they were real quick. One time I did a show on fire, so you guys did. <laughs> I, know, right? I, was I was on fucking fire. So just put these stories away right now. <laughs> what, what happened? Were you like, kidney, kidney stones, stones on right. my birthday? Oh and my like, God. but apparently, really mild ones. I mean, it knocked me out. I was on the couch, I was about to call nine one one, and then yeah. I just kind of like whatever. I guess it passed it or whatever to sound wow. gross or whatever. Yeah. But the following week, I was going to Denver, and I got this like waiting for my car to take me to the airport, yeah. and. I'm like, oh shit! I got that same feeling I had last week, like starting to go. Like I'm getting yeah. more. Like I'm gonna get my can't be. I don't want to be on a plane and then get real kidney stones where you sure. want to kill yeah. everybody around you. Yeah. yeah. So I was literally like, Cameron from from Ferris Bueller's Day Off, like going to the car, coming back. I should go. I can't go. I have to go back. Oh man, what'd you end up doing? I ended up going. Yeah. And yeah. then just kind of like all weekend, I was just on my toes, just like suffering a little bit. Like, sure. come Saturday, I was like, I don't feel so good. Yeah. And Is there anything you take for that? Like, nah, you just dude, gotta you suck gotta, it up. You gotta huh? suck it up. Did you pass any? I guess so, but they're so small oh, yeah, and everything yeah. that, like, honestly, I didn't go to the emergency room or anything like that, but I've talked to people who've had them who's like, it's just like the worst pain. I made the mistake of, uh, I ate too many grapes before a show. <laughs> like, like, you know, I do like, <laughs> you I just, just ate. You just raped my I, house of I grapes. Did, I did. I just ate door. like. We had a bowl of grapes. You're like, <laughs> well, no, I've got those grapes though. <laughs> it's like, Leo, you want something to drink? Bought it for my father-in-law, by the way. That's the only thing you can eat in his old age. I'll take whatever you're about to make for your family over there. Yeah, <laughs> no, like I, I eat like two pounds of grapes a day. Like right. this is serious. Like I've missed auditions <laughs> because I'm like, oh, I'm gonna stop and get some grapes, and then like I just eat. And then like I got like grape stains on my hands, oh, and like you know, like when you go on auditions, sometimes they ask you to show your hands, and yeah, I'm like, yeah. oh man, you know, like I don't want. But uh, I was doing a show at Zany's in St. Charles, mm-hmm. and I shouldn't even say this because now I won't get booked for other clubs. But um, I eat like I got like two bags of just empty grape in my hotel room because I just like devoured like four pounds for some reason and now like I got the runs you know like because when you eat the dark colored grapes you just and then like as I'm sitting on the toilet I look at my watch and I realize I should be on stage right now because I'm featuring (laughs) but like the runs are so intense there's no way I can get off the toilet so like I just poop straight through my set and then like and the worst part is, is that the hotel is the club is in the hotel. Yeah. yeah. So there's no reason for me to be late. You know what right. I'm saying? Had and you already it, checked in and things? No. Nah, like oh, I know I had already checked in. Like yeah. we had we did a like I was there for the weekend. Sure. So like Thursday and Friday was great. This is like the Saturday first show. Oh, okay. That I miss out on, and uh, I, I mean I was just like fortunately the host usually headlines, so he filled my time. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, it John was just DeCoste. the most embarrassing. Huh? Was it John DeCoste? Oh, I couldn't remember his yeah. name. Well, uh, on that poop note, happy holidays, everybody. <laughs> yeah. Thanks for tuning into Road Stories and finding us on the internet Grab once yourself again. a nice bowl of grapes. Yeah. Nice yeah. In have and, a uh, poop. Ready. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> let's go. Hey, we're doing things a little different uh, uh, today. Uh, I got uh, booted out of my studio because my father-in-law is in town, and that's where he's sleeping. So, uh, But don't worry. It's only two weeks. <laughs> He's here for two weeks. Two weeks. Oh my god! He looked dude. comfortable too. He had that matching sweatsuit. Yeah, 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 he yeah. did. Like he was on a porch. He's in the other room. Tea. <laughs> <laughs> it's not that bad. It's not that bad. On top of that, my parents come after that. Eleven days. Oh my wow. god! 
that's a lot of parents. What do you got? Yeah. Like some karma you're trying to? You like, know, you know what we got? A kid. A kid. That's <laughs> what we got. My parents never came to see me. Fifteen years I've lived out here. Maybe came <laughs> twice. They've been here three times this year. Oh, oh wow! Don't have a kid. Anyway, so if it's sounding a little funky, we're doing it from. Uh, from probably the, mo- I have to say, the most romantic part of my house. It mm-hmm. is. We got a fireplace and brick walls. We have antique fans. Yeah, we yeah. have a pool in the Overlooking backdrop. a pool and a collect fans. Of course, the bed. Uh, my wife collects old, uh, old-timey old fans for some That's reason. That's unique. I've never seen more than one of those in a room at the same time. Yeah, we actually have more. I'll show you <laughs> later. Like a World War II <laughs> man, fan over there. It's crazy. Um, so, happy holidays. You know, I noticed a lot of the other podcasts were taking two weeks off this, uh, this time of year, and I was going to, too. And then he said, you know what? Fuck it. I uh, got a lot of new listeners who just joined us over the last month, and uh, I invited two guys I worked with this weekend to come by. Well, actually, one guy I worked with, one guy I hung out with. I was um, just hanging out. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I worked with him. <laughs> um, to my right, uh, if you uh, the listeners who uh, listen to On the Page, the writers with uh, Pilar Alessandra, uh, Ryan Buds, and I, uh, did it along with Pat Francis, who was on my show a couple weeks ago. So Ryan is a comedian and a writer, just moved out here to Los Angeles Yep. from, God damn it, Chicago. Yeah. Again, nice. I'm on There's like my influx. third, yeah. fourth. Yeah, both of you guys, right? <laughs> yeah. God, I didn't realize that till just now. I'm on yeah. like my fourth straight show with Chicago people. Or Wait, I listened to the last over. few episodes. You had John Roy. John Roy. Cameron Esposito. Cameron Esposito. And Prashant. Prashant. Uh, Vanka Taratamajam. Very good. Yeah. Wow, you pronounced that very well. You got to be buddies with him for about a year to okay. even start to, to try And before that. that, Pat Francis, Mike Schmidt, the yeah. 40-year-old boy, and oh, uh, yeah, yeah, Chip yeah. Chinnery, and Siegel's a good friend. Graham sure. Elwood was going to come in today, but he's surfing down in San Onofre, <sighs> which I was I was at right now. Uh, <laughs> you know why? My, my, grand, my in-laws aren't there. Okay. <laughs> uh, so, uh, Ryan Butts, thanks for coming. To, yeah, thanks uh, for having me, Murray. Yeah, it's, it's, I'm a big fan of the show, and uh, I'm glad to be a part of it today. Oh, awesome. Yeah. Awesome. Leo's never heard of the show. No, no. Uh, <laughs> but, but we worked uh, We've worked together. Actually, I think the handful of times we've worked together have always been at the Ice House, now that I think about it. True, true, um, definitely. Uh, very funny uh, uh, comedian, and get this, Ryan. Yep. Model. What? Yeah. Back in the day. Back in the day, oh, it's on your I website. Li- it is. Wait, you know, wait, but... wait. I've seen you. You're the black guy for Hanes that always has the grapes. <laughs> <laughs> I have seen that. Yeah. Very good. <laughs> uh, the very funny Leo Flowers joins us today, who's feeling hopefully better. Yeah, definitely. Man. I feel like a champ. <laughs> what is grapes. the deal with Because you do a bit about grapes, too. I do. I do about a f- five. Actually, it's about six minute chunk on grapes. What, and why, why is this an obsession with grapes? It, you know what? I, you know, it's my cigarette. Okay. You know, yeah. it's like I, I like I'm very anxious all the time, and people, you know, usually smoke cigarettes to drink, and I do neither one of those. So my go-to is uh, grapes, oh, which is why I can never rob a bank because <laughs> I just find like grape stems outside the like where the car would be parked. Then, <laughs> because, <laughs> when you finally get the money and that yeah. blue that blue thing explodes, right, you can't right. even tell because your fingers are all blue anyway. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, my girlfriend hates it because like you know like the grape bag has those holes in it and. Mm. Like the stems will usually like fall out and was like walking through the apartment eating grapes and I don't realize all the stems of um so so you live with your girlfriend? Uh no, but we we spend enough time together where I might as well just move in. Living in sin. Yeah. And you're married, right, Ryan? I live with Leo's girlfriend. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> it's like a reality Stim show. problem, right? Yeah. A lot of all through the apartment Definitely. and everything. <laughs> no, yeah, I've been. Uh, I got married a year ago this past September. So right. I actually proposed to my wife three years ago today. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah, we were just talking about that. I'm glad you spent it with us and not her. Yeah, yeah, she's at home. Maybe. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> she's at my house. Yeah. She's at home. <laughs> Setting up bobby pins in the way that you set up grape stems. I, I step on bobby pins every time I really any surface in my house is just bobby pin. Bobby that hurts. I, it sucks. Every time I find them, I throw away. And then she's like, "Where are my bobby pins?" I'm like, "I haven't seen them." Who did you marry, Alice from the Brady Bunch? <laughs> Who wears bobby pins <laughs> she's anymore? Always putting them up in there. I don't know. Really? For bobby what effect? Pins everywhere. Does she have um, like a big bouffant? No. I, uh, just to keep hair in place, right? That's okay. a bobby pin. How long so. is her hair? 
Is it like uh, down or butt? Uh, like mid back. I don't know. Uh, shoulders. Pants. You married Crystal Gale. I did. Yeah. Do you know who Crystal Gale is? I do. Oh, okay. Wow. That's a country singer with reference. a really long hair. Right? It's a country singer, Leo. Don't worry about it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> her from hair the, was down to hood. like. <laughs> her hair was down to her ankles, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they used to like my mom used to be like. Uh, Look at their hair, Ryan. She, they have to have four guys wash it at the same time. Like, <laughs> how do you know that? That's creepy. Weird. And both of you guys got started in Chicago? Do I know Actually, that? I started out here. Oh, you did? Oh, you did, you I, did it my I would I always go to comedy clubs uh-huh. when I was a kid, and I would like lie and say it was my birthday every month so that I would always get free tickets. <laughs> but I didn't aspire to be a comedian. I just loved going to comedy shows. And then uh, when I was in college, I saw this guy do a show. And I was like, how do you do that? And yeah. then I just moved to L.A. and started. Yeah. There was an open mic in my dorm basement at Western Illinois University in 2006. And uh, I wrote some jokes uh, using the comedy Bible format. Remember that book? I yeah. never read it. Who, yeah. which, who, who, Judy who, Carter. Oh, it's Carter. Judy Carter's and it, yes. it, and it, the, My roommate had I don't even think I read the whole book. I think I read the first chapter. And right. it talks about, like, you know, uh, set up punchline act out or whatever the four talk about yourself what's weird about candlesticks right 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 right, and then you kind of go into it so i wrote like five jokes based on that Mm -hmm. none of them got laughs but the last thing i said was something i riffed about reese's peanut butter cups and it got a laugh and i'm like oh and i said you get addicted to Mm -hmm. like i'll write more jokes like that last one or whatever so uh we have reese's peanut butter cups do you have reese's what did i say reese's i meant to say reese's pieces reese's pieces reese's reese's Reese's. 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 What do you think, Leo? Reese's or Reese's? Uh, that's a tough one. Reese's, I guess. Reese's. Reese's. Yeah, yeah. Come on, man. Recess. Recess. I like it. What about <laughs> recess? Let's just, let's just cut out of here. Grapes. Go Back grab to grapes. some monkey bars. Did that book at all... I remember my buddy in college had it. Did that book at all... Was that at all helpful? I don't... I'm very... I think it was helpful in terms of like, uh, okay, like you just said, like, how do you do that? I think yeah. it was like, I sat Structure. down and went like... Oh, there's a structure to it. Uh-huh. When in reality, there's really not. I mean, there is, sure. but everybody. I, I think it was a great way to to motivate myself to actually do something. Yeah. But then sticking with it now, obviously, you know, you kind of learn your own way. Yeah, yeah. Years it's kind of like math. It's like you have to learn how to do it the long form so that you can yeah. eventually take the I shortcuts. I would agree with that. And- yeah. Hmm. Uh, make it your own. I wouldn't yeah. say that it's a necessity to read that book to right. do stand up, but I, it definitely helped somebody who had no idea what a joke looks like, even written down. You right. know I mean? But didn't it? Doesn't it have like? Did, I, mean, I could be. This could be a different book because I never read any of the books or anything. But I, I would thumb through them. But it doesn't it have? Hey, you should open with I know what you're thinking I look like this guy and this guy was that the same book uh possibly okay again I didn't read the whole book okay. I think I read the I first few chapters nah, it's kind of a long book yeah and she's definitely all about like starting off with like talking about yourself. Okay. You know, yeah. like just, you know, well, that's a good place to start. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I definitely. Think. I think what I love about the, the book, because I've read like a million of those comedy books, is that it helps you to understand why other people are funny. Like it, mm-hmm. like you can like dissect it, like, oh, he used a metaphor or a simile. Oh, oh he did a callback. You know, like, so like when you're, because sometimes like I watch a comedian, like TJ Miller. Yeah. Like he's funny, but he's one of the few comedians where I'm like, I don't know why that's funny. Right, right. <laughs> you know right. what I'm saying? It doesn't seem like, to fit any other structure. Exactly. Yeah, like right. there, there's, he's like, it's like an amoeba. It's like, what? How does that even come together like yeah. that? Yeah, yeah. But you're just laughing hysterically at it. Same play, uh, same thing with like a screenplay book where it gives you, you know, like an example. Here's how the movie Gladiator fits the screenplay right, schematic right. that you've heard of before. You know, like the Save the Cat, sure, sure, beat, right, beat board or whatever. Yeah. Uh, so you you've learned the structure and then forget it. Uh, yeah, Basically. yeah, exactly, yeah, exactly. Well, did you start at open mic? Uh, definitely, yeah. The first somebody place said I you're did. so good looking. You should be a model. No, a comedian. No, a comedian. You should be a comedian. You're so good looking. No, it, it was uh, I Ryan. Well, I should say Ryan. You're pretty good looking too. Oh, thanks a lot. Okay. Ryan. I started at uh, uh, the comedy store back in the day when you had to get there at uh, 10 a.m. on a Sunday, and then so you can sign up at 6 p.m. I want years. What year are we talking? This was like two two thousand five. Oh, okay. So you missed. I I did that same thing, but I did it yeah. around two, uh, ninety. Wait, 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 wait. Two, no, no, two thousand. No, two thousand two. Okay, two thousand two. So to, yeah, two thousand two is like you have to get at the comedy store at ten a.m. on Sunday because like so many comedians showed up and it only took the first twenty right who signed up. So you had to get there early and then sign up at six p.m. 
and then come back and perform at seven. The Laugh Factory was the same way. So, yeah. like, your La- whole Laugh- day was shot. The Laugh Factory's all marketing. The Laugh Factory out here is on Sunset Boulevard. Yeah. Uh, it's a high, and they make people line up outside. So it looks so like it, there's, it looks yeah. like there's, you know, oh, what's going on there? It's, sure. it's a, I'm not a big factory fan. Yeah. Um, uh, what was it? The store. I love the Laugh Factory. No, I'm just saying that because I just take my CD there. <laughs> no. You're going to like Laugh Factory? Yeah. I don't get any spots there. That's why I don't like the Laugh Factory. When I start getting spots there, yeah, I'll right. like the Laugh Factory again. I actually haven't been to the one either out here. Yeah. Um, there's two out here, right? Yeah. Yeah. There's a new one in Long Beach opened how long ago? A couple years ago? Yeah. yeah. I worked at the Chicago Beautiful. one quite a bit before uh-huh. I moved. Um, just It was usually like a showcase quick yeah. thing, not with any huge headliners or anything. But I actually did the very first show ever uh, on a Wednesday night. With Mike Stanley, Chicago comic, really mm-hmm. great guy. Uh, Pat Tomasulo, who's like a newscaster, sportscaster for WGN News, but also does uh, comedy. Uh-huh. And uh, Scott King, who was like booking shows at the Laugh Factory at the time. That was like uh, last March, maybe? Yeah. It was great. It was really cool. But since then, I don't know if they've really gotten gotten that place underway yet. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, In yeah. Chicago. I feel like they, oh, yes, they're still, they're like still trying building to it up. Like, I don't right. know, they, like, I feel like they've done a couple grand openings. You yeah. Know? Uh, but I, I'm curious to see what the ones are like out here. The originals, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Yeah, 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 yeah. They should definitely. Oh yeah, the Laugh Factories out here are great. It's it's one of those. It was so funny, like to get in there because you have to go through the whole process right. of like him uh-huh. passing you, and like the first time I did it, uh, he's like, "Buddy, buddy, you need to uh, you need to be more like Richard Pryor and do more storytelling." Because I started off doing one liners. Oh, okay. And then, so next time I come back, I do all stories. He goes, buddy, buddy, you need to do more one liners. Yeah. And so then I do the one liners next time. And then the third time, finally, I just do whatever I feel like doing. And uh, he passes me. Yeah. And then he's like, I've never seen you before. You're amazing. Ah. And I was just like, this, you know, it's, it's such a, like a, a mind screw, you know? You're yeah. just like, all right. I remember my, because I, I was only getting, I was only getting like showcases for Montreal and stuff like that at the factory. I wasn't getting spots there. Mm-hmm. And, but um, he's like, you come, you call in, you come do my thing and showcase. And I'm like, okay, but I just did it. <laughs> you know, right. Like right in front of right. you. Like, right. So right. I, I call him up, you know, like six months down the line. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, okay. So I go back. I do it. I had a great set. I had a great set. I went up like fourth. The second guy, and it was it was mostly girls and black dudes and me and another white guy. <laughs> and I, the first white guy just eats it right. bad. And then some girl goes up, gets the audience back in. I go up. I have a great set. At the end of the night, he's like, yeah, you did not know, do so good. And I'm like, uh, no, no, that no, wasn't me. You come yes. back and do it again. And I'm like, well, and I'm like, nah, I'm not gonna. <laughs> I'm not gonna come back and do it again. That's Jeez. funny. Where did so did you uh, head out on the road uh, early on, or did you try to cut your teeth here? Uh, I, I tried to cut my teeth here for a few years, and then I think maybe my third year out here, I went on a road. I drove from L.A. to Boston and back over wow. a summer. Wow, good for you. Uh, no, I was broke. And uh, I had like a thousand dollars in my pocket. Yeah. And uh, I, I was subbing at that time. And so, like, there's no school in the summer. And right. I was like, yeah. well, I should just take off and, and see what I can do. And so I was just like doing guest spots and featuring. And I think know, that's just, awesome, dude. Just trying to piece stuff together as I went along. And, I think that's great. Was it a know? great experiment? Did you, uh, did you feel like you grew a lot that summer by doing that? No. No? Oh, really? <laughs> <laughs> no, no. You know what? It was a great experiment in terms of you realize if you just, like, hustle and put yourself out there, uh-huh. things just happen. Sure. Like, like, you, like, I couldn't have planned for 90% of the stuff that I got. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, I would do one gig, and then that would book me on another gig and another gig. And, you know, the people that you meet and... Uh, and you just realize, like, you know, like, I know, like, in the news right now, we, we were watching a lot of people, like, kill each other and mm-hmm. stuff. But, like, I met so many uh, strangers who, like, took me in. Like, I was in Chicago, actually. Mm. And uh, I hadn't been there in a while. And I was, like, lost downtown. And these three Italian guys were like, where are you going? I was like, I'm going to the uh, Zanies, but I can't find it. And they're like, oh, come ride with us. We'll give you a ride. 
And so like now I'm in a car with three Italian dudes yeah. giving me, I'm like, either I'm going to end up dead or I'm going to end up at the club. And they <laughs> dropped me off and they're like, no, no problem. And wow. I was like, that's, that's cool. Great. How crazy is that? You know, that whole summer sounds like a great documentary. You know no, I, mean? I wish I had like cameras yeah. in it because like, it, like I was like in some sketchy towns and yeah. sleeping in my car and you know, you know, you're hooking up with chicks just for a place to stay. Yeah. Just like, just like ridiculous. You can do that when you're a model, right? You, can do that when you're a model. you can do that. That's great. That's a good perk. I know, yeah. But definitely not every night. Most of the time, you're like by yourself wondering why you're doing this. Oh, yeah. You have a college degree. There's yeah. a movie that just got added to Netflix. I think it's produced by Zach Galifianakis. It's called Craigslist Joe. Have you heard of that movie? No. It's about a guy who lives off of Craigslist entirely for a month with in terms of places to stay, oh, jobs, yeah. and right, food, yeah. and trading oh, really? stuff. Yeah. yeah, I haven't watched it, but I saw a trailer for it about a year ago that looked really interesting. Oh, that's cool. So I'm going to watch that. Yeah, definitely. Soon. But that that seems like it would fit in the same kind of awesome documentary category. Yeah, definitely. Um, and um, yeah, I just, I love, like, I think the worst, the, the most harrowing incident I had was um, I had to do a show up in Morro Bay, which is like five hours north of here. And I had enough gas money just to get to the show, mm -hmm. but I didn't have any money to get back. <laughs> so I had to hope that I could sell enough CDs yeah. after my show to give me gas money to get back. And I needed like 70 or 80 bucks because I was driving the SUV. Yeah. And uh, and the, the place was paying me, but they were paying me by check, which they were mailing to me. Oh, right. So it was one of those situations where it's sure. like, I'd have to bank on being funny. So I get up there. And I'm headlining the show, and there's a huge bridal party right up front. <laughs> and immediately they come, they're drunk, oh, yeah. and they interrupt the show like two minutes in. Sure. I had to spend my next hour just riffing on the bridal party. And I'm like, man, I'm not going to sell any CDs. Nobody's going to buy a CD after a guy just riffed on these girls. Yeah. I sold just enough <laughs> to get home from that gig, you know? know so I was like, I was, really, I was really performing for gas money. Yeah, you know yeah. what I mean? It was like one of those gigs. That's great. <laughs> have, you ever, have you ever had anything similar like that happen where you couldn't go home and you had to sleep at the bar or the club? Have you guys ever slept at a club that was booking you or some shitty bar? No. No. Have you? No, I have. Like, you yeah. have? Not that I couldn't get home, but I was too drunk that night. Oh, well, that's different. Uh, have you had to do that? Have <laughs> well, you had a... I, I've, I've been drunk enough where I couldn't get home, but it wasn't involving a, a show. Uh. I just... Like, I, I came out of a, a nightclub, and uh, I fell asleep in my car. I was like, I'm too drunk to drive. And uh, I then I have a dream that I'm like a vampire, and like I'm like rising out of the coffin. Mm -hmm. And when I wake up, uh, I look up and I'm standing upright in my car and I realize I'm being towed. Like the <laughs> lady the lady didn't even like check to see if somebody was in the car. She just backed the tow truck into the car, <laughs> scooped it, and I like I just felt myself going backwards upright. I was like, I'm like now I'm like banging on the window like <laughs> Did she uh, stop? Yeah, then she stopped. She's like, oh my God, I'm so sorry. I was like, you can go to jail for that lady. <laughs> like, what if there was a kid in the backseat? Uh, I generally don't. I generally, if uh, when I when I the first night on the road, if I'm doing like a Thursday through Sunday, and I don't have a car and the MC's picking me up, mm -hmm. um, I'll have him swing by a liquor store. Yeah, and I'll get a bottle of Jack. Yeah, sure. Or uh, Johnny Walker actually, <laughs> and, and leave it in the condo or the, the you know just if I want to drink, I'm going to hang out at the hotel because yeah, hanging out after the show and drinking. It's gonna be a little trouble. Yeah, <laughs> always some trouble. Sure. So, always, uh, man. So. I was uh, I was doing this show. This wasn't that long ago. This was like uh, <laughs> I don't know, nine months ago, maybe right, right. six months ago, something that it was before I moved. Um, and I was doing a show at a boxcar train themed bar somewhere in uh, southern Wisconsin. So not mm -hmm. super far from Chicago, but I had to pick up the headliner, my buddy Josh Alton. Do you guys know Josh Alton? Yeah, I know. Yeah, I don't know him, but I know him. Really funny dude. I we worked together. Uh, the whole time I've been doing comedy and I was picking him up in the city, but there was the traffic was so bad from the South suburbs where I live to get into the North side where he lived. It took me like three hours and it should take 30 minutes, you know? Wow. So, uh, we were cutting into the show time and he goes, I just got to leave. I'll get there. So at least I can start the show if you're not there yet. Yeah. So it takes me about six hours to get somewhere that's two hours away. Wow. I get there. I'm drained. I'm like, I need drinks. I just, I'm tired <laughs> to be in the car and traffic. And they're giving you free drinks. Great little show, little tight, uh, fun bar. Uh, I drank way too much because I was yeah. just pissed about the, the traffic. And uh, and Josh leaves because it's two hours away. And uh, the 
there was no hotel, but the bar owner said, uh, hey, he goes, you guys were great. He goes, I got a room in the back uh, with a bed in it. You could stay here. I said, okay, great. Uh, so I go in the back. It's, uh, it's a cot in, in the room where they store all the liquor. Right. So it literally <laughs> surrounded. It's not, really, it's not really like a bed you should sleep on. It's like a right. dog's bed. Right. Yeah, right. And uh, I think it was an air mattress that was half inflated. It was, it was very small. I lay there for maybe like two hours after mm-hmm. the bar shuts down. And uh, I'm like, I'll just sleep for a few hours and then wake up and, and leave early. I wake up to the sound of the bar owner who lives upstairs fucking his girlfriend. <laughs> like, boom, boom, boom. And I'm like, you know, you shoot kind of like right. shooting up in the tow truck. Yeah, like, yeah. What is going on? And I looked up, and stuff from the ceiling is like oh, falling. Wow. He's going to town. <laughs> little man. little crust things hilarious. are just like falling, and uh, I'm so like, funny. I gotta get out of here. And I, I rush. I uh, I close. I run out of the bar, which isn't locked. Right. It's a small town, you know. I get in my car and I call Josh, the headliner who had left earlier. Turns out he uh, couldn't make it home the two hours because he had had some drinks and sure. he was just tired. And yeah, he was yeah. like, I he pulled over. It was colder out. He put his heat on and fell asleep in a Best Western parking lot. Uh-huh. He goes to start his car. It's dead when he wakes up. Uh, so he, he uh, is parked between two other cars. He goes into the Best Western, eats their continental breakfast, which is free. <laughs> That's hilarious. And uh, he finds two guys on the way out, and he says, can you help me jump my car? Well, they can't get to the front of his car because there's a field in front of it, uh-huh. and it's a little drop-off. So they had to tether two sets of jumper cables from like a tr- one of these guys' truck to his car to get it to start and he finally got home but I beat him home oh, I ended up beating him home by like four hours crazy. it was crazy it was a crazy night uh, in, in southern Wisconsin you know what sucks about those continental breakfasts yeah I don't know about you guys but I'm a comic mm-hmm. I get back to the hotel at like two in the morning right oh, not, you never wake up in time I yeah. never make it in time you know what I set the, my alarm I yeah. definitely yeah. am I gonna get my breakfast yeah because <laughs> well I do the same thing but then you, you think about don't it leave the hotel yeah. during the day <laughs> that's true and it's like this is my only chance to eat you know unless I order something so yeah. I just get enough for the day like hoarding do it you, uh, see I'll set the alarm and then it goes off and I look at it and I'm like what was down there? Would they have Cheerios <laughs> and powdered eggs? Nah. And then I'll just hit it and, you know. Like, this there, is, there have been times where, like, I won't even go to sleep. Like, because I'm, like, up so late and I, yeah. I just might as well stay up till yeah, breakfast. Yeah. And then. They always say, like, it's totally, they're like, yeah, we got breakfast from 6 to 6.15. You're like, yeah. Yeah. And at 6.12, yeah. it's empty. Yeah. Like, it's just everybody yeah. has plowed through it. Yeah, and it's always, like, a soccer team and all their parents. Yeah, right. Yeah. 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 You got to sit down That's there like, like, oh, man, I hope we win the game today. This is why Kyle Kinane will always be one of um, my favorite people in the world we uh we did a real i was coming through sacramento he was doing the week at the laughs so we talked about it the few times he was on the show but i let we got really tanked after the show because i and uh i let him crash in my hotel i i got a hotel i was just doing a guest spot there going up to another club and uh i'm like yeah come crash in my hotel man i, I cashed in rewards points and so you know, i got a sweet hotel room <laughs> nice. and i'm like why the hell not yeah. i just drove to sacramento it's free <laughs> right and and we get we get back at like four and i'm just <laughs> gone and i get up at noon and kyle is up and he not only did he just plow through his breakfast he brought me a plate really wow. from the continental from breakfast. the continental was breakfast. there like a little a flower buddy. on the side a little daisy a, a little mint yeah. <laughs> he did a nice effort and that's what you're gonna <laughs> do that's what you're gonna do you're gonna hike on the guy who's not here card for you <laughs> that's oh, good that that's a good sweet. buddy that would have been sweet i remember i did a show at uh at zany's this is more of like oh this is not so much about a crappy show but just like the stuff you go through as a uh-huh. comedian we're like um I was doing Tuesday through Sunday at Zany's in Chicago. And Monday night, my mom calls me and she's like, bring a black suit. Because my father had been sick for like a year. Oh. And like, we're expecting him to pass away at any moment now. And then she said, bring a black suit. I was like, oh my God, he Mm -hmm. might die while I'm there. So I get in uh, Tuesday, do a show Tuesday. Uh, Wednesday, I get the call that he dies. So now I'm like, oh man, should I talk about this on stage right. or like, mm-hmm. should I just do my set? But I'm not headlining. So I'm like, if I talk about it on stage and it goes really south, mm-hmm. then it's, you know, then I just, just, you know, messed it up for the headline. Like yeah, no yeah. headline is going to come back for me talking about that. Sure. So then um, I don't do it. I just, I just do my set, I just phone in a set. And then Thursday uh, and then Friday is the funeral. So I go to the funeral Friday. I have two shows that night. So like this whole time, like I can't cry 
Because I'm like, I got shows to do. And I'm like, if I start crying, I'm going to lose my voice, you know? Right, right. So then Friday's a funeral. Saturday's, no, I mean, Friday's the wake. And then Saturday's a funeral. We had three shows Saturday night. And I'm like, oh, I can't cry during that or whatever. Yeah. So I was like, I'll just cry Monday when I get home. Yeah. <laughs> then I get you home. the cry. Yeah, I'm just like scheduling the cry. Like when I can mourn or whatever, you know? <laughs> oh, my God. And uh, I get home Monday. I was like, ah, no, I don't feel like crying. I'm good. You know, yeah, like. Right. <laughs> like yeah. So it's like just one of those things that like, you know, like a, a comedian, you know, like you just you're going through it and like you go, do I phone it in? Yeah. Or do I be real with the audience about like what's happening? Cause there was definitely like some funny things that went on during the, the funeral. Like I met my, my sisters at my dad's funeral. Mm-hmm. Like I had never met them before. Oh wow. So it was like our first time and they're like older than me. And Did you know like about that. them or was it? I, I knew about them. Okay. I just had never met them. You know? uh-huh. yeah. So like really I was then more concerned with like what cut I was going to get from my dad's, uh, <laughs> my dad's well. I was yeah. like, I thought I was getting thirty thousand. Now I'm just getting ten thousand. I guess it's two of you. This is awful. <laughs> Great, good. That's okay. what, and that's what you cried about. Yeah, that's what I cried about. I cried about the loss of money. I was like, this is uh... that and having to book a weekend zanies. <laughs> yeah, you know, this is great, man. This uh, this was something I was thinking about. Um, just. Uh, Again, getting drunk at shows. I was doing a, a Yoder room called the Blue Top Motel. John wow. Yoder, right? Yeah, John Yoder, funny business. Funny business. Who Sounds gave me my bad. start a lot in the Midwest. A lot of people, uh, I think, could say the same thing, just mm-hmm. in terms of road work. Like, how do I get out of Chicagoland and do yeah. shows? Uh, emailed them a clip, and they needed me in South Elgin, I remember. It was my first gig with them. And uh, I showed up thinking I was the MC because I, mm-hmm. I was like a year in, you know, not even... And uh, I get there, and the headliner, uh, Brian Cork, another mm-hmm. guy, he's from the St. Charles mm-hmm. area, actually. And uh, I go, hey, um, so I'll do 10 up top or whatever, and then the middle guy will come up, and then you. And he goes, no, nah, it's just you, man. And I was like, what? Mm-hmm. And he's like, You're, you do a half hour, and then I'll close it out. And that was the first time I ever had, had to do a half hour, and it forced me to get that down, you know? Wow. And then every Yoda In 10 minutes to, before you go on stage? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, <laughs> right, it probably right, wasn't great, right. but like at least I was up there. Yeah. Building the muscle. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, building the muscle. Yeah. And then every show after that, I knew, okay, they don't book MCs a lot at these yeah, shows, yeah. so I'll probably always be the feature. Yeah. And then you just kind of get that that 30 together and mm-hmm. for the next time, and then it worked out great. So I, I owe them quite a bit, but they, they booked me a lot at, um, uh, at random stuff, and this was probably about a year ago, the Blue Top Motel, in Stevens Point, Wisconsin, where they make Point, uh, the Point Brewery. Um, it's a beer, pretty popular, obviously, mm-hmm. right there. Um, and uh, there's people at the show. It's at a motel, uh, the Blue Top Motel, and it has a, a lounge attached to mm-hmm. it, and they pack it. It was great. Then the, it was like a Wednesday night, Thursday night, and all the locals like, let's do shots with the comics, you know? And I'm like, my motel room's right there. This mm-hmm. is great. So I had sold a bunch of shirts. I do all these shots. I drunkenly walked into my motel room and threw all my cash on the bed in a pile and left the door wide open to wow. my motel. So there's no lobby. It's just like yeah, you yeah. could walk right in. So there's a screen door. That door's wide open. I had a pizza, I guess, and I just passed out on the other bed. So I woke up in the morning. Cash is still there. Door's wide open. And I step in a full pizza. <laughs> and I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> and uh, that, was the, that was the time where I went, never again will I be that clumsy, like, whatever. Yeah, After yeah, a show, like, right. hey, the motel's right there. Yeah. You know, and just throw all my shit down. Anybody could have walked in and done anything they wanted with the money, yeah, pizza, sure. me. And you. Yeah, yeah. Right. And the pizza could have been somewhere sure. else. Oh, definitely. yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Well, at least you know how much time you were going to do. The worst is like when you do a show and like I opened for Monique uh-huh. yeah. and uh, uh, I was like, how much time am I doing? They're like, uh, you'll perform until she gets here. <laughs> and I was like, what? They were like, you're scheduled for 30, but whenever she gets here, that's when you just get off the stage. Don't try to wrap it up. Right, Don't right. try to close out. Just get off the stage. Yeah. So, the, so I'm doing four shows with her. The first show, I, I'm scheduled to do 30. Uh, I end up doing 54 minutes. Oh, wow. In front of her audience. It's all women. I'm not... Like, my material, my material's for women, sure. but not her women. You yeah. know what I'm saying? <laughs> <Yeah>. and, uh, <laughs> and then the next night, like, I end up doing, like, 35. Then the next night, it was, like, an hour and, like, five minutes. And I was just like, this is, like, driving me nuts. <laughs> like, I do, like, when you don't know when to get off stage yeah. or, like, yeah. when it'd be like, pa-pa-pa, I'm done. You know, yeah. like, there's just... 
It's well, just like, okay, and she's here now. Well, that happened to me the other night. And when they do that, I usually tell them, I'm like, because uh, I was down, I got called to go to the Irvine Improv with Billy Gardell uh-huh. from Mike and Molly. Great yeah. guy. Yeah, man. great, great guy. guy. And I've worked with him a lot. And I'm like, that's weird. He usually brings... Yeah. somebody and i know who you just guy joe o'connell who's great mm-hmm. he's another pittsburgh guy like he usually bring somebody like yeah well we don't know if he is or not and so come on down you know at least do some time we'll pay or whatever i'm like okay cool so i get down there and I'm like so what's the story They're like uh yeah billy's not here yet so what are you like well just go on stage and then <laughs> you know if you bring somebody we'll light you. i'm like all right here's the deal i'll go on stage i'm gonna prepare to do a half an hour yeah right right you light me whenever billy gets here and you know I'll I'll know or I'll know what's going on and then you can tell me from the back who if he brought somebody or anything. Right. So, yeah. but just give me when you light me, let me know. It's going to be like five minutes before I get off, so right. I can, yeah, so right. I can just round exactly. out exactly. Exactly. So I go open the cold room. It's going great. I get the light at nine minutes. <laughs> <laughs> get off. I guess. Well, I guess I'm emceeing tonight. <laughs> oh, jeez. <laughs> Sorry, I, uh, I did a show once in uh, Indianapolis, uh, and I went to school at Ball State in Indiana. Mm-hmm. So when I was in college, I, I had a girl accuse me of date rape once, and Ooh. I almost like lost my football scholarship. And uh, wait, almost, and you had a football scholarship? I had a football scholarship. Model. Jesus Christ! <laughs> what are we doing? Well, listen. Well, if we're, if we're bragging, you know, I had a football. No scholarship. No wonder my wife wanted to give you all those grapes. <laughs> I got my grad school paid for, also. That was academic. But, no, anyway. <laughs> That's true, but have you been, that's have you the been to the moon? <laughs> I'm working on it. You know, like I, I talked to Richard Branson. I'm trying to get on that whole like flight to the. But uh, uh, so I'm on stage and I'm talking about it, right? And my my a bunch of my football buddies are there and they're sitting right up front and they're like, no, yeah, yeah. like they like they're like waving a joke off, like don't do it. Like, and I'm like, who? Why would you like? What's going on? Like that's what I'm thinking in my head. And so like after the show. My boy comes up to me, he's like, oh my God, you can't believe who's here. And I go, who? It's the girl who accused me of, and this is like five years after the fact, right? So I go, oh, that's crazy. And she's walking up to me with this guy. And I'm like, I don't know what she's going to say or do or whatever. And she walks up to me as if like I wasn't talking about her. She's like, hey, how you doing? This is my (laughs) husband, John. This is the guy, Leo Flowers. And I was like, are you serious? Like... Wow. And there was all this turmoil between you two years earlier, yeah. right? Yeah, I was just like, like where, you, where she said you did this, and you said no, I didn't, and you had a horrible, I had a horrible like, like little. Did it two blow up? Weeks. Was it, it no? It escalate? well, it it, uh, it almost got crazy for a second. Yeah, yeah. But then, so like the joke is, is that, and, and what happened in reality is that like I'm really worried about like losing my scholarship, getting kicked out of school. Mm-hmm. And then uh, she gets drunk again and wants to come over and hook up. Mm-hmm. This is in the midst of accusing me of rape. She <laughs> right, calls right. me, yeah. like, can I come over? And I'm like, yes, yes. Now <laughs> I can, you know, prove that I didn't rape you the first time. Yeah, you yeah, know? yeah. So like, um, so that's how that, like that whole thing ended. I was like, yeah. oh, you know, like, like that was like the the happiest hookup I ever had in my life. Was yeah. like, you know, I'm I'm innocent, like, yeah, whatever. But um, <laughs> uh, but yeah, it was just it was just weird to me that that she would come to the show and then introduce me to her husband and and act like like none of that happened. That is know? strange. That well, is strange. people grow. So- yeah, <laughs> you know, uh, Leo and I worked this weekend at the at the Ice House Comedy Club, and listeners know I'm a big fan of that club, and uh, I work there very regularly. Over the last year and a half, it's been knock on wood, it's been really good to me. Yeah, probably Leo great, too, because I see there a bunch. I love that club, man. Um, great audience. There is a this will this will kind of probably sound out of the blue to you guys, but there is uh, my listeners know that uh, Murray Valeriano is not a very easy. Uh, name to say for a lot of MCs in the world in the United States. Um, I expect that when I'm going to, I don't know, Zanies or when I'm going to, you know, to Whitson or Comedy Works or anything, the first Thursday, the MC screws up my name. That's cool. I just tell them, hey, whatever it comes out, it's fine. They usually get it. It's usually not a problem. Mm -hmm. Um, The Ice House has had the same MC for 15 years. Yeah, right. (laughs) (laughs) 15, maybe 20 years. Maybe 20 years. Um, and I work there literally one weekend a month, sometimes yeah. more. I know him. He'll even call me to fill him to MC for him when I'm in town. I'll do it. Right. Jimmy Burns. Great guy. Great guy. 
fourth show of the weekend. Fourth that didn't happen on Friday. Two mm-hmm. shows on Friday with me and Leo. Yeah. Right. Second show Friday. We're by, by, both sold out shows, by the way. Second show Friday, the crowd's good. He's got him warmed up. He's a good audience guy. He's, he's a good, great. He's a good MC, he's man. Yeah. He just he goes to the audience right. enough to not go too much where they think they can talk through the whole thing, right. you know, yeah. and let's do right. little bits. And then I, they make him do like a lot of like advertisements for the club yeah. and thing, which can usually kill a show, but he does it really funny. He's a great MC. I'm, uh, I'm following him. I'm doing 15 after him. Um, are you guys ready? Yeah. You ready for a good show? Yeah. All right. This next comedian comes to the stage. You've seen him on Comedy Central. Put your hands together for. And I'm walking now. For those of you who don't know, the uh, Ice House, you walk to the front of the room and you walk up the stage. Is in the front, right, right. in front of the audience. Right. I get right to the stage, and he goes, Murray v- Vella. Uh, Vella. Oh man, I forgot. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm blanking. And then the sound guy cuts the music. <laughs> so now it's silent you can hear a pin drop and i'm standing there looking at the audience next to the stage and I'm like jimmy what's up he's like dude i just blanked on your name i'm like learn it now <laughs> like, oh, let's start the whole thing all over again and like i went to the back of the room he's like murray valeriano and then they turn up the music and hey. oh, i'm like gosh. jimmy what are you doing he gets off stage the music stops silence like people are like, what the fuck is going on? It was, Jeez. it was like, I was like, I had to just start a cold room after he just did ten minutes right. of warming it up, yeah. and I was so pissed. I'm like, Jimmy, really, <laughs> really, you stop the show? Call me Murray Flowers if you have to. Don't, don't stop the show. Yeah, I yeah. couldn't believe it. I was, I was really, I like had to breathe. I had to go outside and breathe after my. I got I it back. Imagine. Don't get me wrong. I had yeah. a great set, but. um I had to go outside, breathe, and then bust his chops about it later. That's worse than like a college show when they go, uh, your next comedian is Murray Valeriano. He's very funny. You're yeah, going to yeah. enjoy him. Here he is. Yeah, yeah. And they just like, you know, <laughs> and there's no clapping or anything. That, yeah, yeah. That's better than yeah. all the pausing of everything. You know? I couldn't believe how silent it was when I was on stage. Yeah. Like, Because, you know, it's a route. It's Saturday night. It's the yeah. nine o'clock show. Yeah. Full yeah. of Christmas parties. Right. Sold out. They've been, you know, drinking, having a good time. Jimmy's warmed Jeez. them up. <laughs> Just dead silence. I'm like, oh man. And then I try to riff with it. I'm like, hey, keep it going for Jimmy. What's his name? I don't remember his name either. And they're like, what's going on? I'm like, all right, I got to get out of this fucking hole right now. <laughs> I was doing a show at the parlor here in Sunset, Jay, Jay, Jay uh-huh. Davis's room. Yeah, yeah. And uh, I'm doing great. Like five minutes, I'm up there. And all of a sudden, like, People start like chatting a little bit, and uh, and it's just like this awkward like murmuring back. And I'm like, hey guys, what's like what's going on? Like, like I, I didn't like there was nothing I said that was offensive, so I know I didn't offend anybody. And I was like, I know these jokes work because I've done them, you know. And I was just like, hey, and like nobody's really responding to me. It's just like this weird murmuring back and forth. So then I just come back and I just do my finish my set and I get off. And I was like, man, that was so weird. And then my friend comes up to me and she's like. There was a huge white spider <laughs> dangling by your head. And I go, what? It was like, it was huge. Like, how, how we don't know how you didn't see it. I was like, no, I didn't see it because, like, I was wondering, like, what was going on with you guys? And I, and I was like, how? I was like, I asked you what, the, what was going on, and nobody said anything. Like, nobody pointed. Right. Nobody said spider. Nobody did the itsy bitsy <laughs> sign. Nothing. And they go, well, because the spider came down to about my head level uh-huh. and then went back up. So we thought it was like going to, but then it would just keep going down and up <laughs> at head level. And, and then finally, like it came all the way down to the ground and started running around on the stage. Oh and God. like, I saw none of this. <laughs> Absolutely none of this. And I'm like, I can't believe nobody said anything. I can't believe nobody said anything to you either. There's such, like, of all the things that I've had people yell out right. at shows. Like that's the one time. That's a pretty I good heckle. Yeah. Somebody would have yelled out. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I had Spider. a guy uh, yell out two minutes into my set. He goes, two minutes," and I was like, "What?" <laughs> He's like, two minutes. You've been on stage two minutes. You have made me laugh two minutes." And like, I had just uh, did a show with Bill Burr, uh-huh. who uh, I watched him handle a heckler like with sincerity. Yeah, he was just like, "Hey guy, uh, what's going on? Why don't?" 
What's, why are you interrupting the show? Like, not, he wasn't trying to be funny. Sure, he sure. wasn't trying, he was just being genuine. And so, like, I took a book out, the Bill Burr book, and I was like, hey, guy, uh, you know, what, what's, what's going on? And uh, I was like, you having a bad day? And he was like, I am having a bad day. I just got fired and my wife left. I'm sorry. And what? that was it. It was so crazy. He's like, and the whole audience went, "Oh!" And like they just like felt sympathy for him. And then like I was able to continue on with the show. And then afterwards, he apologizes. Like, continues. Like, man, I'm just so sorry, oh, dude. Man. Like, I just like I, I just don't know what's going on in my life. And like, just start spilling Jeez. his guts. He's like, I lost my my yeah. job. My wife left. I can't find my pet white spider. Yeah, he's yeah. gone. It was just that guy. Crazy, I like dude. that guy. That guy's awesome. You yeah. gotta love him, man. Because yeah. like, he went from being so like two minutes, motherfucker, and then he just went, <laughs> "Yeah, I am having a bad day." Like he's yeah. just completely <laughs> deflated, and it was it was so real. It just made me like more sympathetic to people who heckle now. Oh, interesting. Yeah. You know, like first I want to know why, right? Like, should I be upset that you're heckling, or should I be sympathetic? Yeah, you know? I because. Was- Oh, go, go ahead, ahead. Ryan. No, I no. was a totally different subject. If you want to tag into his, no, go ahead. I was at a, doing a show in Wisconsin. I'm steering this train. But <laughs> <laughs> if it needs to go back, it'll go back. <laughs> I was doing a show in Wisconsin, and a guy in the front row vomited in my set. Oh, like, he not 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 uh, from something I said. He he had laughed no, he really hard. Right? <laughs> <laughs> Took my dick out. You gotta right? check the expiration date on that. Joke. I did this thing with my dick and a white spider, and I just fucking let it crawl. No. So it uh so he just had swallowed beer the wrong way, laughed weird, vomited all over himself and the table and the chairs, and uh, I, I I kept going. I kind of referenced it, but I didn't know what had happened at first. Yeah, yeah. The, but the staff came over during the set and was cleaning up vomit. Oh yeah. And the funniest part was his table was directly in front of the men's room. So oh, like, yeah. So like he could have turned and ran, but it was just it, and it was uh. It was a very strange occurrence where, uh, tagging out what you said, like, what's happening right now? Right. I'm like, they're cleaning up something. Mm-hmm. This guy's got something on his shirt. He ran to the back or something. Mm-hmm. You know, it was strange. When you don't know, but you kind of have, you're like, I know I have to keep going. Right. It's a strange circumstance sometimes. Yeah, it is. It's just weird. You're yeah. like, what is it? That, Gar- that Gardell show I was telling you about, that was the drunkest show I've seen in a long time. And it was all, and, saw, and two women just booted in the bathroom like all over the place and Jeez. in the hallway the, the, oh, the, the bathroom God. there's a little yeah. like brick wall mm-hmm. and it just stunk in the hall but i would i was almost puking in the back like i can't sure. handle uh i can't handle other people throwing up yeah so if he, some dude would have puked in the front row, <laughs> yeah. so who hears from out of <laughs> man i cannot handle the puking you know last night um second show also Somebody dropped one of the biggest trays I've ever seen, and it oh. and it it hit hard. Like it oh. hit so hard, I thought somebody went down. I'm like, I honestly, my first thought was like somebody had a heart attack in the back. Oh yeah, because it went down, and everybody's like, <gasps> but oh, it was man. it was just like a it was like a river of red whatever drinks they had ordered. Was it at least like in the aisle, so it didn't like he didn't hit anybody, did it? It hit the back of the room, like you know the, uh, the walk hit in the back of the room. It was uh, floating down on people's right, shoes, oh, so people wow. were going like this. And, then, <laughs> and this was at 14 minutes in my set, like uh, right when I'm about to wrap it up. I finally got him back from stupid Jimmy Burns introduction. Yeah. <laughs> he's just gonna roast that guy. Like, he's never gonna be able to host again. <laughs> and then the best thing is like because like, everybody because I had to acknowledge it. You try not to acknowledge right, it. You have. Yeah, I had to. I'm like, is everybody all right back there? Is everybody right back there? And Jimmy goes, yeah, yeah. Take your time. Stay up as long as you want. (laughs) Don't make up for it. You still fucked up my name. (laughs) (laughs) And then, so I do, I try to think, all right, I got to get one quick joke out of here because my enders, my uh, closer right now is pretty long. We get the one joke going, and the girl to the left drops her glass. Smash. Uh, And I'm like, what the fuck is going on around here, man? Yeah. And she's like, oh, I caught it. And I'm like, you didn't catch shit because <laughs> we all heard it. And everybody had a big laugh. I'm like, I'm out of here. This is, I'm going home. Right. <laughs> you you just get off on the laugh. Get I'm off good. on the laugh. Yeah. All right. You guys have a good holiday. <laughs> I'm Murray Valeriano. I'll be selling t-shirts. I think the <laughs> biggest thing that like I was upstaged by where like, you're like, what's going on? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Was uh, I was doing a show up in Lake Tahoe mm-hmm. at the casinos. And um, it was a string of sh- like shows in different places, but the same booker. So one was at a restaurant. Out, it was an outdoor patio kind of thing and i'm like facing and my back is to the river so i got the river rushing right behind me and uh i go like everybody starts like sitting up 
you know, really straight. Like they're trying to look pat, like over past me. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, what's going on? I look back. There's a huge bear. Like rummaging <laughs> through a garbage can. <laughs> you had to compete with because a bear. it was in Lake Tahoe. There's like a bunch of bears running around, and the bear wasn't close enough to where it could like swipe at me or anything. It was on the other side of the river, but the river was small enough to where like the bear was like, but was like right there. You know what I mean? Wow. And so like everybody's just like, oh, and I was like, oh yeah, there's no way I can. <laughs> Leo. I can't outperform a beer. Leo, I don't. I don't want to startle you, but there is a shark behind you right now, <laughs> right in the pool. <laughs> what is with you and animals invading you, man? <laughs> There's one time I got headbutted by a mountain goat yeah, right. in Wisconsin. <laughs> this boa constrictor came out one time. Did five minutes. <laughs> Why is so weird? Do you have any other yeah. animal stories? You mean like in reference to stand up? Well, yeah. Yeah, uh, no, nah, <laughs> nah, nothing. Hear about your pet? No, no, no. I was attacked by a bat, but that wasn't in reference to stand up. <laughs> well, all right, now I, kinda, I, was on a I date. think I think Ryan, yeah. I kind of want to hear that now. Yeah, yeah, you I, I know anybody. Have you ever met anybody who's been attacked I by a bat? Not. I've I never was met uh, I was on a date with this this girl came over. We were watching a movie uh, in my room, and it was our first date. Yeah. And uh, uh, I hear. This is in Indiana when I was in college, and I'm like 260 pounds. I'm huge, muscular. Oh, muscle or muscle, muscle. Okay. And uh, I hear, and I'm like, "Was that? Did you fart?" Like I'm looking at, like I didn't know. And she's like, "No." And I was like, "Like what?" I was like, "What was that?" Then I, and I look up, and there's a bat in my room, and so like. Like, I've never seen a bat before. Uh-huh. So, to me, it was like a pterodactyl. Like, like I got, like, Jurassic Park in my room right now. I you like know? that you've so, seen a pterodactyl before. Yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know exactly what that, that looks like. Yeah, I got a 500-pound bird in my room. Yeah. So, like, we take off running. We're like, oh, my God. And, like, I locked the door. She didn't make it. <laughs> she locked her in with the bat I locked her in the room with the bat and I was not opening the door oh to let God. her out so you just hear her banging on the door like it's a saw series or something like that <laughs> and uh, and eventually like I run in my roommate's room and I'm like we got a bat in the room and he's like no we don't because we're both from Chicago right, we've never right. seen a bat we don't yeah. even understand the concept yeah. of it and, uh, and then he hears her screaming it's in my hair it's in my hair and he's like you locked her in there with the bat so <laughs> We go back and we, I unlock the door, but like I'm so terrified of the bat, I just don't go back and unlock the door. Like I, I military crawl on my stomach back to the door and then like reach up and unlock it. The bat comes out, she comes out, uh, she runs out the apartment. The bat's still in the room. Now me and my roommate are both on the floor, military style, like trying to figure out what to do with this bat. We call animal control. But while we're waiting for animal control, like we're hiding behind a couch, like because yeah. the bat is just flying, just running them up through the right, house, right, right. and uh, the animal control guy walks in, grabs it off the wall, and just walks out. Like doesn't even <laughs> like it? nothing, like nothing. You know, doesn't look at us. There's no paperwork. He just walks in, grabs the bat. <laughs> Me and my roommate still behind the couch. Right. <laughs> like, is it gone? And um, he just walks out. I have to throw a flag on the play. <laughs> on this on this thing, uh, you preface this story by you being attacked by a bat. Yeah, and apparently your girl was attacked by a bat. <laughs> you weren't attacked by a bat. You ran out like a little girl, and your first date stood in there and took it like a man. It was a bat, ladies. What do you want me to do? <laughs> she Listen, was so mad she claimed you if raped her. If she had <laughs> worn heels, she would have made it out. You understand right. what I'm saying? I don't know why. Second date with that woman? First date. Did last you have a second? Date. No, first yeah, I didn't night. After so. you, you punk out like that on <laughs> first date, <laughs> screaming bat and a, bat, bat. Is that your date? No, that's Leo. <laughs> it's funny because like the guys that I played football with, like um, you know, I played a bunch. Of, I played football with a bunch of guys from the country, mm-hmm. and they're like, "Man, you should have called us because you know, like they know how to handle bats. <laughs> we would have like, cooked it. Yeah, you know." <laughs> So I was like, no, I definitely shouldn't have called you. You would have killed the bat. uh, We used to, when I lived in Indiana, we used to get a lot of bats. My dad was a preacher. Yeah. And uh, that has nothing to do with the bats. But (laughs) we lived next to the church, and we get bats in the church. And so then we would go in with tennis rackets and brooms and Yeah, that's what they said they would do is use a tennis. I was like, oh, that's... The courthouse in Macomb, Illinois, where I went to college, every night, like a bell would go off, mm-hmm. and the whole thing, like the movie Batman, like Batman Begins, really? oh, yeah, yeah. a thousand bats would fly out and swarm in a swirl and take off. It was the coolest thing. Have you ever seen that bridge in Austin? You ever go to get on, like, perform at Cap City or the Velveeta Room or anything no. like no. that? There's a bridge in Austin that has the highest condensed colony of bats. Yeah. And every night at 6 p.m., 
they come out and go hunt all night and come back at like nine in the morning and people just line up and just watch it's wow, a giant crazy mile long black <laughs> shadow it's intense you got to check it down next time you're in Austin Jeez. did you know that when bats fly out of caves so I know we're on a bat thing now but like <laughs> I didn't know this they they always fly out to the left oh really yeah they always go left so like if you ever see like bats coming at you go right because they always fly out left. I don't know why they fly out. I can see it. Their left or my left? Yeah. I was say, if if <laughs> right. I go right, I'm going right with them. <laughs> I'm facing them. <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. Um, what's the? I, I just I wrote this down. What's the harshest thing someone's ever said to you guys after a show? Like in terms oh. of your set, like uh, like that was the worst thing I've ever seen, or like like you had said two more minutes made me think of that. Just like, uh, but after a set, someone comes up and you thought maybe you had a great set, and somebody yeah. was like that. Like, have you guys ever had anything? Anybody say anything? Like, I think the worst is silence. Yeah. Of like where they tell the person next to you how great they did. You ever have that? Where they oh, like sure. the comedian next to you. You go, were awesome. You were amazing. And then he just like walk past. Yeah. Like that's that hurts more than any. Yeah. <laughs> but do you ever? And you know, it happens a lot when you feature. Um, but it's be, and I think it's because especially if you work with bigger names, uh-huh. like they kind of they don't remember you until they see you because they just they paid to see right. Billy Gardell, Kevin Pollack, yeah. or you know Dan, or Bill Burr probably. Yeah, you sure. know, um, they come to see them because I've been at the table because I'll, I'll you know when I merch with a headliner um, who's a bigger name, I ask, can I mind if I merch exactly with it? You know, and, right. I, and I'll even help you out. You know, I won't push my stuff first; I'll help you out or whatever. Sure. And so, they, like, I've I've literally just seen them go, "Oh my god, you're so great!" Get pictures with them and everything while I'm standing there. And then as they're turning, they're like, "Oh." You. Yeah, oh, right. You were on the. Oh, you were really fun. So I, I think they're just kind of absorbed. A lot of times they're more absorbed in it. Right. Yeah, 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 that could be it. Definitely. I did this show in Springfield, worst show I ever did. Mm-hmm. It was, uh, I had to do an hour for a plumbers union yearly meeting of plumbers. And it was all dudes, maybe three of their wives, they got dragged along. 100 people in a ballroom. I get there, pays 500 bucks. I'm like, this would be great. And it was, was I was great. a fill in for a comic who couldn't do it, who thought I'd be great for it. I get there. They don't know anything about me. I have like a camcorder at the time that I was taping my sets a lot. Mm-hmm. So I had a camcorder bag. I had like a backpack and maybe a Pepsi or something. And uh, I walk in and the guy on stage goes, oh, there's a comedian. Uh, here, he, here he is. Oh. And I was like, oh, I just I just found the room, you know? Right. So I drop my stuff and I go up and it's a podium with a mic that you can't take out. It's totally attached uh. to the podium. Oh, like a principal podium? Like a principal's podium, oh, yeah. Oh, man. And uh, he must have just been like, I got to get off this stage. Right. Um, and I was there early, which was the weird thing. It wasn't like I was past the showtime. So uh, I get up there, and I go, hey, can we do like another intro where you kind of build me up a bit? He goes, nope, there's the podium. And he just walked <laughs> out of the room. He didn't even want to watch the show. Wow. So I do my hour. I'm wa- checking my watch. Literally not one laugh for an hour. Ooh. Like Not even like, uh, you know, and then you try every bag of tricks. Yeah, every yeah, trick yeah, yeah. you have, you're like, maybe some crowd work. Maybe yeah. I'll go a little bluer than I was. You know, nothing. Maybe a couple of the wives might have chuckled out of courtesy, I think. So I get done. Guy comes back up and he goes, uh, all right, that was our comedian. Uh, we tried that this year. You know, if anybody <laughs> anybody has uh, anybody has uh, any ideas for next year's entertainment, let, let me know after the show. I'll be in the, in the front. So I grab my stuff and I'm like, I got to get out of here. So I go to get paid and the guy has one of those big checkbooks where you have to rip the check out. Yeah, you yeah, know? Yeah. And he's, he's writing it out and he goes, uh, how, how much was it? Five, five, 500. Uh. Like you could just see he's like, we just paid $500 right. for that. So I'm like, yeah. And, and he's writing it out still wincing and stuff uh, a guy runs up little drunk he's shoulder to shoulder with me he goes hey bob i got an idea for next year's entertainment don't hire that fucking comedian again <laughs> and he's literally touching my shoulder he he turns to me and i i kind of like nod to him and he goes oh there you are <laughs> taps my shoulder and walks back in to get another beer That's bob rips so me out the check funny. and i get in the car and i call every comedian i know and go am i not funny well, right because oh, yeah, yeah, then yeah. you're judging you're like literally everything right. i tried and they're like you know it was the it was the shittiest I ever felt after a show. Uh, oh, awesome. oh, how, but how? it was like someone going, "Can you drive from Chicago to Springfield, Illinois? We'll give you five hundred bucks. You just got to stand in a room at a podium, and you can go right home." That yeah. was that was yeah. what it was. Well, yeah. I, I got it before the show. Yeah, I was at the Laugh Factory. This was recently, like a month ago. Yeah. And uh, you know, at the Laugh Factory, how they post the lineup of comedians right by the the mm-hmm. men's bathroom door. So like, um, it's a it's a midnight show. I'm going up at like one a.m. Right, and 
this guy is about to walk in the bathroom and he's looking at the lineup and he sees that Dane Cook, Neil Brennan, and Ari Spears had been there. And he goes, oh, man. He goes, that's who I wanted to see was these guys. And then, like, he looks at me as the headliner for the second show. He goes, who the fuck is this guy? <laughs> Fucking Leo, what? Like, I never heard of him. That name is shitty. He goes, he goes I don't want to fucking see this guy. So, like, and he's, and he's talking to me. Yeah, yeah. Right? Yeah. And and so he's like, You ever heard of this? I was like, No, I never heard of him. Like, like I'm playing along or whatever. So and I'm right about to go on stage. Right. So because it's like the the late, late show, whatever, right as they bring me up, they call my name, a bunch of people start to get off, get up and leave. Mm-hmm. So People like bumping me out the way and stuff. Like, it's like the aisles are clear, right? But no, now everybody's getting up to, you know, not everybody, but some people are getting up to leave because they've been there for, since the first show. They've been there since 10 a.m. or 10 p.m. Oh, okay. So it was like a rollover show. Sure, sure. Let them stay for the yeah, they, show. Yeah, so they stayed for the second show. And uh, I'm walking up to the stage. People are like, scoop, boop, boop. And then I get up on stage, and the guy looks at me, and he goes, holy crap. Like, I can see it on his face. Right. So, of course, I do, like, five minutes on how, like, this like this is, like, the worst intro I've ever had. Yeah, like, yeah. People bumping into me as I'm trying to get to the stage. And then I had a guy tell me how shitty I was before he even saw me, you know. <laughs> so, uh, my career is going in the right direction. Thanks a lot. I did. I told my... Uh, uh, shitty comments after the show on a, a couple of shows ago so i won't bore my with listeners with that um plus it, plus it still hurts a little uh even though it was years ago this was great guys thanks so much for rallying last minute you know i, I was going to take these next two weeks off but uh, i decided not to so i really appreciate you coming here kind of within 24 hours notice i think yeah, i was sure. like yeah, what yeah. are you doing on sunday i'll text you tomorrow if i can yeah. find a place to I, do especially it especially <laughs> i came to do this while the bears game is on so oh, you know what i have uh, for you guys <laughs> uh either bears or cubs uh uh beer cozies really are you serious yes. oh, i'll take a bears beer cozy you each get Definitely. one i only have two wow yeah yeah, okay. yeah that makes up for it. i there, think the game's still on <laughs> there's a uh uh there's a, a, a bar down in Manhattan Beach or right around the corner from the Comedy Magic Club. It's big Chicago. That's where everybody from Chicago really? goes to watch the games. What's oh, the okay. name of the bar? Um, it should be written on the cozies where I stole oh. them from. Uh, <laughs> 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 so I grabbed a couple. And I was, was going to give them to Graham Elwood and uh, yeah. Mike Siegler coming over on Christmas. And I was going to give them to them. I'm like, oh, give it to these two guys because they're from Chicago. Perfect. Great, man. Thank you. Ryan Buds, where can we see you? Uh, you can see me on New Year's Eve. Will this be up before then or after? This will be up tonight. Oh, fantastic. New yeah, Year's yeah. Eve, I'll be at a club in Aurora, Illinois called the Comedy Shrine. Uh, check out the comedy Home of Wayne's World. Yes, Aurora. Aurora uh, not Illinois. the club, but yeah. uh, Aurora, Home of Wayne's World. And um, two shows with uh, Dwayne Kennedy uh, from Chicago. Oh, uh, nice. Yeah. Dwayne and uh, a guy oh, named. A Chicago guy? Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. Uh, XL funny. Xavier Lamont is hosting the show. So the three of us uh, will be there uh, New Year's Eve. So that'll be great. What's his name? XL? XL, he goes by. He's a really tall black fellow. Uh, Xavier Lamont is okay. his initials. Okay. Uh, XL. And um, oh, he's a big dude. He's a big dude. I see what he's doing. Yeah, he, yeah, yeah. He's good. Right good on. marketing. All right. Are you gonna be MW medium white? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> on that show. Yeah. yeah. That's good. Uh, we should do that. Awesome. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, and then I have a new web series coming out called Movies with Buds on January fourth. First episode. It's just uh, kind of like a Talking Head clip show where I make fun of the movies coming out in DVD and in theaters every week. Oh, First episode, good. January 4th. Oh, sounds great. Nice. I love that. RyanBuds.com. You can see all that stuff. Awesome. Thank you. Leo Flowers. Uh, check me out at LeoFlowers.com. You can uh, see some of his modeling pictures. Yeah, see some of my <laughs> modeling pictures. And I uh, also have a blog, Inspiration from Perspiration, because I used to be, I got up to 275 pounds, uh-huh. and then I, I lost the weight. So it, it's still a struggle, you know, like to, to keep the weight off. Yeah, and, uh, yeah, yeah. So like I have I like a blog about like how to, you know, like the <clears throat> like lessons I've learned, like being in a gym or just working out or everyday life and stuff like that. Jesus, and he's a motivational speaker. <laughs> what the fuck? I do. How I have a single? master's in counseling. So uh, no, I have a girlfriend. Oh, I live all right. <laughs> I'm feeling really crappy about my life right now. (laughs) Well, you have like a real house here. This is nice. You're giving me something to... uh, This this room that we're in is the size of my entire apartment. Yeah. Yeah, With no fireplace or fans. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Best story. Gets to take a fan home. Forgot to tell you that. Nice. Uh, Well, good. And leoflowers.com, you said, right? Yes, sir. Yeah. And also my YouTube where you can see actual video. I have a hidden camera thing where... I go in grocery stores to see how many grapes I can eat before they <laughs> arrest me. No, you don't. I have three. I have one at Food for Less, Whole Foods, <laughs> Holy and shit. Ralph's. And you'll be surprised at how many grapes you can just stand there and eat without anybody 
Do people in the videos come up to you at all or no? Uh, a few, like, security guys come up to yeah. me and uh, the managers. Actually, like, Food for Less was the funniest place because they actually had three managers uh, come look at me, but they never said anything. Oh, really? Like, they didn't know how to handle it because sure. I was just standing there eating one grape at a time. And they would just look at me, like thinking that was gonna stop me, but I would just keep going. <laughs> do you, and then they did nothing. They do you just explain left. to them afterwards, hey, I was trying to do this? Yeah, I definitely like like yeah. after I like I finished bags of grapes. <laughs> Seriously, like you have to check it out. Leo Flowers, just type in Leo Flowers oh, and grapes. God. And then you'll see my great bit and then also the uh I'm gonna watch that on the way home. Seriously. <laughs> crash, probably crash. My car. I actually have a nemesis also in one of the <laughs> Where like this guy really wants me to get this arrested. This fucker but likes it never pineapples. And yeah. he's always, <laughs> he always gets them before me. <laughs> That's I mean, you are it's so an ridiculous. Interesting fellow. Yeah, I've never realized how interesting <laughs> you are just <laughs> just by not watching you on stage when you go up after I'm done. Hilarious. Uh, all right, so um, guys, thanks a lot for listening. Happy holidays. Hey, we're ending the year, so. Um, I'm doing a whole revamp on the Facebook page. So if you haven't liked, liked us on the Facebook page, it's Road Stories Podcast Facebook page and T-shirts. Uh, end of the year sale. I, I'm uh, down to a, a very few left. So before I re-up, I'm going to let them all go for 10 bucks for your Road Stories T-shirt. You guys would get one if you uh, before, uh, except my father-in-law's bed is blocking the closet so I can't get to the t-shirt so next time I see you you guys will get the t-shirts I promise Fantastic. plus I'm notorious about forgetting to give them to the comics so you can look on the right Facebook on. page like hey it's fun where's my fucking t-shirt <laughs> but uh, listeners uh, uh, if anybody wants to re-up we still got the black and white uh, t-shirts um, don't go through my store at murrayvalerian.com hit me uh, direct email through the Facebook page or through my Website because if you go through the store, it's twenty bucks unless you want to, and then I'll just send you two of the same. Um, I don't really want to mess with PayPal over the next week <laughs> to fix that. So hit me, uh, hit me up uh, directly and uh, with your address and everything, and we'll PayPal and we'll figure out how to do it. Uh, ten bucks sale T-shirts, and uh, that's about it. All the announcements, you guys. Thanks a lot. This has been. Uh, I was just I was about to do my end of the year speech, but I got another episode. <laughs> uh, right. Yeah. Hold on. Where are we at? This is Sunday, and then it's Christmas is Tuesday. New Year's will be next Tuesday, right? Correct. Right. Oh, yeah, fucking save that for next week. All right, guys, uh, thank you so much. I had a great time. Thank you, man. Have a great time. Awesome. All right, you guys, thanks a lot for listening. Bye.